This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. Ahead this week, young phenom Gavin McKenna, the Madison at Tigers, was the WHL Player of the Month for January. He's continued his pace into February, including a hat trick this past weekend against Edmonton. The 16-year-old leads off our show in moments. Two former WHLers making their NHL debuts this past week. Matt Rempe and Archie Baines will have more on their special nights. And Prince George Cougars captain Hudson Thornton was honored with his own night after setting three team records. He'll close out our show. First up. He's not eligible for the NHL draft until 2026, but he's making a big name for himself in his first full season in the WHL. Voice of the Medicine at Tigers, Gino DiPaoli has more with Gavin McKenna. Gav, I know uh, the, the numbers are always a fun thing for us broadcasters and those around the league that get to watch uh, you on a day-to-day basis, but clipping at almost two points per game in the second half, it's the most points in the second half in the, C- in the entire CHL at that. But where, where do you kind of credit just the journey from when you went home after December 16th in a victory against the Lethbridge Hurricanes to coming back here? There's no Caden Lindstrom. Uh, you know, a, a responsibility of a 16-year-old, you know, is something that, you know, isn't asked upon by many, but you've really taken in stride. And what's just kind of been the difference since truly the calendar turned after the Christmas break? Yeah, I think uh, before Christmas break or, yeah, the, the first half, I guess, I'd I didn't really think it was enough out of me, so um, I wanted to kind of step up my game, and I just think I started working harder off the ice, um, and then, yeah, like you said, Lindstrom out of the lineup, we had some guys step up, and um, I've been playing with Oasis, and in my opinion, I think he's the, one of the most underrated players in the league, like, he's got everything you want in a player, um, just his hard work, he fights, he can score, he makes plays, so I love playing with him, he's a great guy, and, you know, um, we've had lots of... Uh, right-wingers kind of come and play with us too and you know they've all stepped up so we've had some you know lots of guys step up so I gotta live give lots of credit to those guys as well what does not enough mean to Gavin McKenna when you when you finish a game I know there was a couple times it hasn't happened often where you don't go pointless in a game at least in the second half I think it's only happened twice but when you sit down and you say what's not enough what is not enough for you uh, just kind of the whole game like you know obviously you know go go back and watch your watch your video and kind of just ask yourself like was it enough and you know I've had a in the first half I think I had too many games where it wasn't enough so you know I think that just kind of motivates me to you know work harder in those games when you know I'm seeing lots of other guys have success it kind of pushes me as well Um, and you know it yeah I just thought the first half wasn't enough and I think you know, I can't get complacent with what I'm doing right now I think I gotta just keep it going for sure when you first got drafted this was a team that won 11 games when you're picked, which obviously scenarios where you're coming into a new team like that, the progression maybe isn't there right away to get to the point that the Tigers have. Maybe maybe it's said that they're ahead of schedule a little bit, but you guys have made all the right moves to do so, and you've done it within your group. But I guess kind of going back to the main point here, in this stretch drive here now with an opportunity to win a division, potentially win 40 games when it's all said and done, has that kind of sunk in with you, with yourself and also with this group? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think that's one thing about our team as well, just as a group, is 
not getting complacent. I think, you know, we've had games where we've won big and then the next game, you know, we've we've lost or whatever. Um, and, you know, that's going to happen with a, you know, young core like we have. But, you know, I think once we can get that down, you know, no one can stop us. Um, you know, we have a great organization um, from coaching to general managers and all that. Like, it's unreal uh, what they've done for this organization. Um, you know, like you said, bringing it from 11 wins to where we're at now to almost – you know, like you said, almost 40 wins we could have. Um, I think, you know, and we're just going to get better every single year. Um, so it's it's good for sure. One thing about this group that's been really consistent is this team has never lost more than two games in a row. Uh, and, and I know and the longest winning streak you guys ever had is four, which would be if you, you know, in a playoff round and kind of you put the two and two together, that can create something special down the road here. And does that ever sink in a little bit that you guys have always been able to not have that sort of a, a long lapse of not getting at least a point? Yeah, that helps for sure, um, you know. I think our team gets really motivated, you know, when we're not winning. I think we, you know, work that much harder. But I think, you know, just as a team, we got to have that motivation, you know, all throughout the year, you know, whether we're winning or losing. I think, you know, we just got to have that motivation every single day. But I think, you know, we're doing a better job at it now. And, you know, yeah, that is pretty impressive for sure. I didn't know that stat. Well, once in a while, the broadcaster, not known as one of the best in the league. I know I'm no John Keane who will be running this show here in a little bit. But I think on top of it as well, and there's so many ways I, I want to go here. I remember your first four-point game, your first four point game we were, you still couldn't even drive a car yet. I, I don't know if you still can drive a car yet. Can't drive better than me yet, but I think you'll catch up soon enough. All these multi-point games you've been on and just, you know, when you see the game and you're feeling the game the way you do, when do you know it, you're going to have a pretty good night? I think, you know, just kind of going into the every single game that you're going to have a good night. Um, you know, I feel like there's been times where I thought, like, didn't have, you know, the jump and I didn't have the mindset that I was going to play good. And, you know, obviously those weren't my best games. But, you know, I think, you know, when you go into games having that mindset that, you know, you're going to get the win and you're going to play good, I think, you know, it usually just comes out your way. Um, and then, you know, just, you know, being ready for every single game, um, just when the puck drops, you know, having the mindset you know that you're going to play good just kind of going to go a little more on the personal side of things here for a couple more for gavin mccann of the mess and that tigers uh it was actually a neat little graphic i saw last year it was on elite prospects it was the most searched players by region it was really neat to see the whole country was looking at connor bedard but there was just that little place in the yukon that had you had your mug there right there with a cage on and everything and i remember people saying well who is that kid and i said well that that's Gavin McKenna, and and I didn't go much further into it. But what does it mean that you're representing a place like the Yukon? It is home in the summer. Uh, I, obviously, we want to see you in Medicine Hat as much as possible. But the fact that you're doing this with at, at part of the territories where oh, there's Dylan Cousins from the past, and I know uh, the the groups out there. I I know there was a you were just named as I think athlete of the year in, in the Yukon, and and I think a couple organizations have you up for. You know, some praise. I know you did some work, I believe, with Special Olympics up in um, the Yukon as well. But what, is, what does home mean to you when you're not away, when, you, when you're here and you, know, you are a Yukoner, when one day people will be wondering where you're from or you'll be saying you're from Whitehorse, Yukon? Yeah, it's super cool. Um, you know, it's like a, it's becoming a really big uh, hockey city, kind of. It's a small city, obviously. But, you know, I think everybody knows everybody. So um, I get so much support. Like, I get texts after every game. Um, from, you know, people I haven't talked to and, you know, however long are my parents' friends that I, you know, grew up with. And, you know, it's super cool, um, just all the support I get from there. Um, and, you know, 
like I said, the sport's growing a lot there, so it's super cool to see, you know, when you got guys like Dylan and, you know, we've got three or four guys from Whitehorse playing in the dub right now, which, you know, like I think we've only had seven in or seven or eight play in the dub from there. So it's super cool to see that the sport's growing. And, you know, I just hope, you know, I can kind of have a good name coming out of there um, and, you know, just influence people from there even more. Safe to say, don't forget where you come from. Yeah, for sure. Gavin, thanks for doing this, and best of luck the rest of the way. I'm sure this isn't the last conversation we'll have between each other and also on WHL this week, but congrats on the work that you've put in so far. It's incredible to watch from afar. Thanks, Gino. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. A couple of former WHL players making their NHL debuts this past week. We'll start with former Seattle Thunderbirds towering forward Matt Rempe. His NHL debut coming in front of 70,000 fans in the Stadium Series outdoor game. His New York Rangers battling the rival New York Islanders. And wouldn't you know it, Rempe's first NHL shift. Here's Matt Rempe, NHL debut. Hello! Wow, a fight before they even dropped the puck. First time on the ice of the National Hockey League, and he is squaring off with Matt Martin. And he is a big man. The 21-year-old is 6'7", 241 pounds. Rempe tangling with Matt Martin just seconds into the game, afterwards recalling the moment. That was awesome. It was a lot of fun. and Good fight. You got to fire up the crowd after. It was, it was an unreal atmosphere, yeah. Matt played three seasons in Seattle from 2019 to 2022. He's now in his second-year professional after signing an NHL entry-level contract with the Rangers. Post-game, he was highlighted by Rangers head coach Peter Laviolette. Ref, where are you? Way to get us going tonight. Yeah! 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 Dream come true playing with you guys tonight. That was unbelievable. Thank you guys for all making it so special. Unreal win. And in Denver, former Red Deer Rebel Arshdie Baines making his NHL debut for his hometown Vancouver Canucks. Baines, a Surrey, BC native, spoke about his rookie lap at the start of warm-up. Just first stepping out there, it just feels like a dream. And then kind of when you get into your first shift and throughout the game, it's kind of, kind of just like another hockey game. So yeah, it was really cool. That's every kid's dream, I think, to make their dad proud. Baines played just over 13 minutes, collected two shots on goal and three hits in the contest. He shared the game with his dad, who was on the road for the Canucks mentors trip. Yeah, my dad was here, so that's that just it means the world to me. He was a little emotional, told me you know, a little bit, a little bit of water in his eyes, but it's it's that's every kid's dream, I think, to make their dad proud. Arshdie played five seasons in Red Deer with the Rebels under Brent Sutter from 2017 to 2022. Voice of the Rebels, Troy Gillard, spoke with Brent on Baines' NHL debut. Brent, obviously exciting to see Arshdie Baines make his debut with the Vancouver Canucks. Just to what were you thinking there on Tuesday night when you saw that? Well, obviously, very, it's very awesome. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, been... Uh, quite a ride for Bainesy when you think about a non-drafted player that was listed by us and I remember going watching him as a 15-year-old player and uh, I in playing midget in BC and um, and at that time he was right up there in the scoring at the at the midget level and uh, and we'd listed him already and we were trying to make a decision whether to sign him and uh and I went and seen him, and I'm like, yeah, let's, we're going to move forward with getting him signed. And uh, 
it worked out awesome, obviously, and there was certainly a development period. And you look how Bainsey grew through the years. Uh, it was amazing. And become what he did as a player, his 19, 20-year-old season, and, uh, you know, doing what he did as his 20-year-old season in our league was unbelievable. And then, then you get an initial contract and, and then being named to the All-Star or the MVP All-Star, American League All-Star game here about a month ago or so, and... Uh, being the MVP of that, uh, just how the progression has helped or has happened. And you got to give Bainsey full marks for that because he never gave up, you know. And uh, and there's another example for players that if you're dedicated and committed every day to do things the right way, both on and off the ice, you know, just not through the winter months, but in the summer too, uh, you can, you can, you know, get to your goals and you can fulfill your dream. And, uh, uh, and he did that. So it was, uh, you know, I, obviously he's there and he's, you know, and he's getting a shot now, but he's played very well in, uh, in the American league. So obviously it's exciting to see it happen for him. Yeah. And you mentioned it there, not the typical path, wasn't drafted to the WHL, wasn't drafted to the NHL, but yet he stuck with it and, and now he's here. Well, again, it's being dedicated, right? And he's an awesome young man, and uh, and he knew what he wanted. Um, you know, he'd come in my office, and we had some really good talks about, you know, things as summer training. And uh, the one year, you know, he was he was kind of a passive player when he was younger, and uh, and we talked about, you know, how can we get that, you know, have a switch in a game where he could change his personality a little bit, and and get in the trenches you might say and and uh and next thing you know we talked about different things next thing you know he sends sends us a video of him boxing <laughs> during the summer and uh that was hilarious and uh but it did wonders for him right because it got him put him in more of a competitive environment during the summer instead of just going to the gym and working out and stuff he was going and you know and uh getting engaged physically and things and it really helped him, and uh, and it made a difference for him. And obviously, it's special just given his background, just the fourth Punjabi player to make yeah. it to the NHL. So, just a, an amazing story in that regard, too. Well, absolutely, and I, you know, it's, uh, you know, it doesn't matter the race, color, whatever. And I've always said that here inside this organization. If you know, if you're a good enough player, you're going to play, right? And uh, um, you know, and so it's 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 really cool. You know, watched the game last night, seeing his dad. His dad's a great man, and uh, seeing his dad there was pretty cool. I was really really proud of him, and um, for him to be there and seeing it as a dad, I've experienced it as a dad. Um, but uh, you know, obviously we we all love all our kids. Um, you know, and yet seeing Mister Baines there, uh, it was. Uh, it was pretty cool for him to be sitting there with the other dads and watching RSD play. Baines won the WHL scoring title in the 2021-22 season, collecting 112 points. Congratulations to both. You're listening to the WHL This Week, Radio Edition. The Prince George Cougars have clinched a WHL playoff spot and are battling for the first seed in the conference. They recently honored Captain Hudson Thornton with his own night after setting new Prince George Cougar records for goals, assists, and points by a defenseman in a career. I asked Hudson about the evening. 
Uh, just really fortunate to play with uh, the teams I play with over the years and uh, kind of the success that I've had uh, you know allowed me to kind of have that night and um, obviously can't thank my teammates and uh, the organization for enough uh, pretty special and yeah obviously a win for our team so I capped off a pretty good night. You know, uh, you've been through it too, right? Like you came there at 17, and you were in this building, I think, for the for the uh, the COVID year. So you've seen the good and the bad, right? So now this team is starting to mature and coming to its own. It's probably rewarding to have gone through what you've gone through with this team. Yeah, exactly. And there's probably five, six of us that have kind of are in the same position, kind of came here in the in the bubble year and uh, kind of grew with this team. And um, to be where we are now, obviously, it's pretty special and um, kind of. A deserving thing I think on our end obviously put in the work and um, you know now we're kind of one of the the top teams in the league and that's something that I think we've earned but uh, you know something that's kind of come a long way and uh, we're definitely happy we are right now but uh, lots of work to still be done. I don't know if you drive by the Sandman Hotel and have any flashbacks from that COVID year what, what do you what do you remember about being in the bubble and playing the 20 games and you know basing out of here and playing in Kelowna too? Yeah definitely maybe a little bit of nightmares uh, <laughs> walking past that hotel but uh, yeah, obviously spent uh, you know a lot of time there, and um, you know when we came here for the bubble, obviously Kamloops uh, you know did such an amazing job uh, hosting it and uh, you know making everybody feel welcome. And uh, yeah, obviously coming here was a bit different, uh, kind of living out of a hotel and uh, you know kind of being away from home for a long time. And um, obviously the the world was what it was is kind of a you know difficult situation worldwide. So uh, we were just kind of happy to be able to be playing and. Uh, you know, be uh, doing the thing that we love. So, uh, yeah, obviously it was uh, an experience of a lifetime, but uh, obviously one that we're fortunate we were able to have. Our guest is Hudson Thornton, captain of the Prince George Cougars. And you didn't start down the WHL path, though. You were going to go to college and go to school. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, a, a draft pick, a, a bit of a flyer pays off, and you're in Prince George. Have, did you imagine, you know, when you were 15, it would go this way, that you would be the all-time Prince George Cougars defensive leader in scoring when, you know, you were chartered to go down the other way? Yeah, definitely, definitely not. I think uh, you know when I was drafted, I was uh, you know really undersized and uh, pretty underdeveloped guy, and um, kind of thought uh, you know that going the the junior era was uh, going to be maybe more beneficial for de for my development. And um, you know I always had the Western League in the back of my mind, and uh, Prince George was kind of in an interesting situation. They went through a coaching change, and um, obviously Lammer came in and took over, and um, you know that kind of sparked some interest right away, and. I uh, kind of went through my, my first year junior and um, then when it kind of went into the COVID uh, year and that year kind of was what it was and um, just kind of saw you know what Prince George had to offer and um, the youth that they had coming up and uh, kind of knew hopefully the position that they were going to be in in a, in a couple of years and um, you know that was something I couldn't pass up and just uh, talk with Lammer and uh, you know the, the organization uh, especially with my family too we kind of made the decision that uh, you know going to Prince George was going to be the right right thing for me and um, I wouldn't change it for the world I loved every moment that I played here and um, obviously to be where we are right now it's pretty special. One thing I've noticed out of the Cougars is that you guys seem like you are a team. It seems like players get along. It seems like there's a, a chemistry. There's something sort of a you know special about your team here. So you know the other night you're celebrating 50 goals with Zach Funk on the ice here. What's what's that dynamic like this year? Yeah, I think that's really a big part of our success this year so far. Is just kind of how tight we are in the room and. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, we have uh, you know probably 10 guys that have played a year or two together already, and <clears throat> we have some older guys in that room that have some experience and um, you know know what the room needs to be like to, to be successful. And um, that was kind of something that uh, you know our leadership group kind of put in 
in place right away since day one is that you know everybody's going to feel welcome in this room and uh, you know for us to be successful everybody you know, needs to to feel confident being in our room and uh, you know playing an important role on our team and uh, kind of with that you know, obviously in Prince George uh, you know not too much to do so a lot of time to, to spend with the teammates and uh, yeah obviously we, uh, we're, we're a tight-knit group and um, you know that contributes a lot to on-ice success. You made up some room, uh, some points in the uh, battle for the number one seed this weekend. Is that on your mind? Are you looking what Everett and Portland are doing? Because uh, it's a bit presumptuous to talk about being the number one seed and having home ice advantage because you have to go through that process. But it would sure help, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think it's something, um, you know, honestly, we think about too much. Obviously, it's, you know, in the back of our minds, but uh, our kind of message in the room is just taking it day by day and, and game by game. And, um, you know, that's all you can really do is just kind of take it one game at a time and, um, you know, try to get two points every night for the team. And um, at the end of the day, if we do that, then obviously we set ourselves up for uh, the best possible chance to, to kind of clinch first place and, you know, whatever else comes with that. Hudson, congratulations on not one but three Prince George Cougar records uh, celebrated here uh, this weekend up in uh, Prince George. Thanks for being our guest. Here. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, that's the show. Want to say big thanks to Gino in Medicine Hat for his contributions this week. Great job, and thanks to our guests as well. I'm John Keane. Have a great week.